hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Phil Golfie and Rick Zamprin. Yes, good morning. Uh, RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. We have uh, a lot of great topics to get to today. The first day of December. So uh, it was November. You, you survived November. Yes, and now December's on the way. Is this, this is this like this is time it. Now? This is the this is the uh, this <laughs> is where the, the year the bottom line is. All the deals that we do this month, I'd say ninety nine percent of them close in the new year. Okay. Yes, but but uh, any Black Friday sales on homes? That's uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we might have one. We're putting one uh, one of our own uh, own homes up uh, for sale uh, 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 this coming week. Okay. And uh, we'll let you know how that goes. So we're getting it staged. We have our own staging now. We don't yeah. have to. So before, uh, Rick is um, we we you, we used to pay for the consultation and and you know so people you know that was part of our service. Right. We pay for the consultation if they wanted furniture and other stuff. Usually, mo- usually the homeowner would pay for the uh, the rental of the furniture. Well, okay. guess what. I got lots of furniture purchased. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so we you went shopping. I can furnish, I can yeah, furnish we, probably about three or four homes right now. Wow. Yeah. So we do our own staging. It's all part of our uh, our uh, our service. So we can go in and you know move uh, stuff out and, and bring it's not new even, stuff in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not even properties that are vacant. It's properties that that might have existing furniture mm-hmm. that doesn't look as appealing or aesthetically pleasing. Where we can come in and say, hey, listen, you know, let's take your furniture out. Let's bring new stuff in. It can right. it can help you tremendously in the home sale. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, so it's it's pretty good. So I um, it, it was something that we've been thinking about doing for a while. And uh, but you have to have all the right people in place, and and we do have them in place. And uh, now we can go in, and if it's a vacant house or half vacant, or or we have to move their furniture out because maybe their furniture is old, right. or it's just too bulky for the room, we move that out, and we're going to put uh, new stuff in. And that does make a huge difference when people are walking in through a house, and they're looking at it, looking at how they will live in there. And uh, it'll make a, an easier sell and also uh, possibly get uh, definitely a lot more money for the house. So why did you feel this move was important to make now? Is it just Does it just make the process easier? Can you envision, uh, you know, here's the home for sale. We have this furniture. We can plop it in here and make it a lot better. Um, you know what? We found that um, uh, we know the homeowners don't, like, the, the, the rental of furniture is expensive. So mm. we can actually, we, we actually, one house, it was a, a large house. It was close to 3,000 square feet. Just the rental of the furniture was almost four thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, so that'll save us a lot of money. Um, it'll save the homeowner a lot of money, mm-hmm. and uh, so we can actually furnish that, and and not the, the homeowner doesn't have to pay anything, and uh, and. You know, it's just, it's an added value service that we have. We keep wanting to add value more and more to our clients. And uh, which, you know, I mean, you know, we're a fairly large team. We we do a fair amount of business, but we also want to make sure we got good service. And uh, we felt this this was the next move now. So, and uh, not not many uh, real estate teams can do 
what we're doing right now. Uh, if they do, that that's great. But there's not many of them that do it. Right. Not many. So, do you have a warehouse somewhere? Or is this all park <laughs> yeah. at one yeah, Markland? Or? Well, yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> well, we have a, a couple, a bunch of big storage units. Mm-hmm. But we're looking at uh, um, one of the properties I have. We're looking at building a, a large uh, garage. But I don't even think that'll hold it. So we definitely need some kind of warehousing or mm-hmm. so yeah. I may have to buy a commercial look, look, looking, property looking back on on some of the properties that we've sold this year it's it's so much more easy to streamline in terms of putting furniture in the property before we'd had to contact the stager she would have to make sure that they have the rental furniture right now now we know what we have when we have it so if we're sitting at a person's table and, and discussing you know sale and price and, and staging you know we have the ability to say hey listen we can have this whole property staged by the weekend, mm-hmm. we're gonna be up up for sale next week. Yeah. You know, if, is that something of interest to you? And then right away, you're doing business, and and yeah. and, right. yeah. and so there's no waiting. It's a way better, you know, client and customer experience for them, and and, yeah. and overall, it's you know, hopefully gonna make our listings more saleable in, in the future. Yeah, oh, and then it won't cost the um, yeah. the seller it's, at all anything. No, yeah, no yeah. added cost. Yeah. So would you be open? Because we've talked about this in the past on the show. Would you be open to the buyer buying the furniture? You know they're 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 looking at this. Um, house. We we have yeah, it happens all the time. It, it it does, but you know what it is? It's um it, it it's more costly for me because um if the if the buyer's going to buy the furniture, um now you have to go out and buy some more furniture. I have to go out and buy more furniture, and is he going to pay the retail value? He yeah. can just go buy brand new because I'm I'm not like because I'll have to go out and buy brand new unless you know unless you know the furniture's got a, a couple years old. It's mm-hmm. going to start to get a little beat up. Yeah, right. I'll probably you know update the furniture. But, um, yeah, I mean, if they like it, uh, we can uh, hire a stager. She'll go out and buy the furniture with them and because mm-hmm. uh, she gets she gets like thirty to forty percent off uh, furniture nice. when she's buying it. so so there's there's a lot of added value when uh, people are using us to think. And when you rent furniture, the rental companies that rent furniture, oh boy, they charge. They charge. Yeah. Like it like it could cost up to uh, $2,000 a month and just keeping that, the furniture in the house. Not only that, there's an upfront cost. So your your upfront cost might be 4,000 bucks, but you're still paying another 6 to 700 per month while you're on the market. If wow. you're on the market for 4 or 5 months, it's That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of money. Wow. Uh, other topics we're going to get to today, the do's and don'ts of selling your home during the holidays. We also have uh, things that you should know about uh, regarding real estate deposits. Why is your listing turning buyers off? We'll also get into some of the things that go wrong on closing day. Don't forget, at Rob Golfi is the handle on Twitter and Instagram. Like them on Facebook as well. And be sure, if you're not already, to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you download your favorite podcast. And if you have a question or a topic idea for a future program, throw us an email. Questions at robgolfi.com is the email address. Again, that is questions at robgolfie.com. We'll also discuss 50 Enclave in Hannon, which is a property that you guys are yes, going to be looking Yes, uh, we're spotlighting this one uh, listing on Enclave. Uh, beautiful uh, two-story home. And, are we uh, going to get to that one? Well, we... we'll save it to the end. We'll save it to the I'm end. I'm okay. throwing out a hook We'll there. do that. Yeah. We'll do that. That's what we do you in radio. Got it. Okay. We, we wet the listener's appetite. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's coming up. You'll have to hold your horses for that one. Okay. Uh, but first off, when is the best day to close your home purchase? Uh, there's seven days in a week, but which one is the best? Wednesday. Wednesday. And it, and it is a tough day. There, there's a lot of different reasons. Wednesday, because if there's any complications on closing... The next day is less than 24 hours away. Hmm. Now, if you close on a Friday, which a bulk of the people close on Fridays, then you've got movers that are like booked, moving everybody on Fridays. Sure, yeah. uh, and then if there's a complication, it's a lot more expensive if you can't 
take possession of that house on the Friday. Then the movers have to keep that truck loaded or unload it and reload it uh, someplace so that they can use that truck for another move. Uh, but within 24 hours, uh, it doesn't cost two extra or three extra days to, to have that mover hold your, your belongings in a, in, a, in a transport truck. But the other, and that's the thing is Wednesday, easiest day, lawyers aren't as busy in closings, mm-hmm. movers aren't as busy, everything runs smoothly. And, uh, and if there is a complication and it, let's say it, it doesn't close that day, it can close the next morning, which is, is you only need a hotel room to, uh, sure. to stay in one night instead of a whole weekend. Um, there's, uh, you know, like th- there's a lot of uh, more and more reasons. But, uh, so why why not Monday for yeah, example? I, mean, I what's would say the difference? any any day but Friday. Any day but any, Friday. Any, any, any yeah. day but Friday. I yeah. think Friday really binds you if something goes wrong. Um, yes. And and you know it's you know there's a lot of stuff that happens on closings whether it's paying out um, rental contracts or paying out different different things. There's a lot of a lot of different processes on closing that mm-hmm. that do happen. Um, and there's a lot of closings that that get delayed. Um, happens it happens all the time. It's, Sometimes it's, it's nothing out of the norm where a closing gets pushed back a day or two. Right. Uh, depending on you know it could be a financial reason. There's so many different reasons, and there's so many moving parts that happen on closing that that if you're not going to close on Friday, you're like he said, you're waiting till the following Monday, yeah. and, and you're buying it up for the weekend. So. so we should also hold off on Thursday as well because if you need a couple days, yeah. now, now you're running into yeah. the weekend. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So I mean, like sometimes uh, banks, they you know. Some paperwork's missing, so you got to remember. Now you're dealing with, uh, like, let's say TD, RBC, or CIBC, whatever bank. Now they got files. Now they're dealing with, um, if they're dealing with mortgages, and I guess whatever the underwriter. So they're sending out paperwork to thousands of different lawyers in right. Ontario, multiple departments, yeah. Yeah. and and so if if something gets missed, that and it, it may not be the fault of the uh, the buyer, and uh, it could be the fault of the uh, the financial institution. Hmm. Really, they don't care. They just like, okay, well, whatever. Right. We have to close the next day. Yeah. Meanwhile, they just put this light, this guy's life upside down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not only that, so the house they're buying, right, gets delayed. Now, those people that are selling that house, they're probably buying a house. There's a whole chain reaction yeah, that right. causes all yeah. this, and uh, and it becomes uh, it's it, it can be a nightmare. We haven't had actually. We've sold a lot of houses like this year and last year, and. We didn't have too many problems with uh, closing date. Like we may the odd one we had maybe uh, you know that delayed delayed one day and that's yeah, it. But but we've had we we've been pretty good uh, in 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 regards to closing. Like having a good lawyer also um, <laughs> is, is very important that works with your team. And, and we you know we we do have a great lawyer that works with us, and he and he goes out of his way to make sure that it'll close the day that it says it's closing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the relationship uh, with the lawyer that we use is also important too. There's a, there's a couple things that you can do to make sure that, that this process is, goes smooth, right? Like there's, you know, there's little things that you can do in terms of closing early, right? If you're selling your property and, and, and you're buying another one, you know, separate those those closing dates. You know, don't buy. You don't close on the property that you're buying and sell. Close on the property you're selling on the same day. Mm-hmm. Close on the property that you're buying maybe one or two days before, um, and just look at getting that bridge financing. It's not expensive, um, and the banks would 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 accommodate to that no problem. So so it allows you to have that that softer close. What L- we would call it a little buffer. bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Of a little bit of a buffer. The next thing is do an inspection, whether it's the day of closing or 24 hours before closing, because the worst thing that can happen to you, and, and a lot of people you know, might have experienced this, is if you show up to the house that you're purchasing on closing 
and there's junk everywhere or there's or there's you know there's just different things about the property maybe 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 the seller took the appliances when they weren't supposed to mm-hmm. or or maybe there's something to be included that that's not there or maybe they let the landscaping overgrow for for 6 months while right. the property was was sold like there's there's a lot of things that that can happen that you can protect yourself if you walk through the through the property 24 hours or even the day of closing if you walk through the property on the day of closing and it's not what it's supposed to be Meaning the condition of the property isn't as wasn't you know it wasn't kept up or maybe there's a leak and or there's a flood or whatever anything can happen. You don't have to close on that property. You mm-hmm. go back to your lawyer and say, hey, you know we're not closing. They have to fix this issue. They have to fix that problem, or or they have to put the washer and dryer back. And right. there's little things like that, and you can avoid so many headaches because once you close, it's way harder to get your money after than it is prior to actually closing on the deal. Stay with us a lot more uh, to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. And they're all over social media at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Still to come on the show, the do's and don'ts of selling your home during the holidays. We'll talk about real estate deposits, why your listing is turning buyers off, and uh, some things that go wrong on closing day. And we're kind of getting into that a little bit with when is the best day to close your home purchase. Wednesday is apparently the best day. Um, and we were talking about bridging the gap. How 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 long would you recommend someone have that buffer? It depends. It depends. Like if you're coming from a big house going down to a small house and, and you're downsizing and you have a lot of stuff to move and, and you know it's going to be like that that difficult type of move, then mm-hmm. then you're going to have to get rid of a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Maybe the stuff that you're, you're bringing to the small house isn't going to fit and, and then you know, right? Yeah. But it, it's nice. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's nice to be fully set up in your property with all your furniture and all your belongings and then that way when you when you're when it's the movement like you know the closing date you're able to you know, where you just where you're just bringing your clothes right, right? Yeah. and then and then you're 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 set up already instead of instead of moving in you got to put your bed together that night you got to put your mattress on mm-hmm. put your, yeah. and then now you're you're kind of living around boxes you're maybe you're getting up for work the next day and you're shuffling through boxes yeah, it's and not you, ideal and and you know yeah it's it's a mess so um you know, from, from a bank perspective, though, do they have sort of a deadline or a timeline of? No, as yeah. long as you got a firm deal on your house that you sold, and they'll they'll bridge you on the house that you're buying. Yeah. So like so and 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 it's the cost to do it is very minimal because it's just it's just an interest cost. Yeah. And it, it could be it could be from five hundred to a thousand. Uh, I don't know for yeah. like every six so, weeks so or when, every month. When, when you bridge finance, people think that you're paying two mortgages mm. at the same time. You're you're not paying two mortgages. You'll continue paying the mortgage on your your existing property or the property that you're selling. And then on the property that you purchase, you only pay the interest only. So you know if the interest is is, is four hundred bucks a month or three hundred bucks a mm. month. 
that's the only payment you're making. It's an interest so only payment. It's not payment. exorbitant. Yeah, yeah. So so even if the even if you know we've seen people bridge for 120 days, you know, up to 190 days, 200 days. We've seen we we see people do it all the time, especially if somebody's purchasing a property that they're going to renovate or they're going to you know you know do substantial changes or to. Still under construction. Yeah. Or still in, they'll bridge that deal so so they can continue to live in their property. They're only paying interest only on the next on the next property and then and then they can move in, but. Keep in mind that you have to have a firm agreement of purchase and sale on for in, in many instances on your existing your 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 property that you're selling. Right. Otherwise, we have that chain reaction. Yeah. Exactly. Um, five things that can go wrong on closing day. Uh, there's probably a lot more than five. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Some of the things that uh, stood out to me in this uh, article was the furnace not working, especially at this time of the year. You purchased a home, you're moving into the home, and uh oh. Uh, uh, it's cold outside. I need the furnace to work, and it doesn't. So, what happens in this case? Well, they, they, uh, you can do a holdback, but that's why you should do a walkthrough the day before or the morning of. Mm. Um, the way the way the contract's written out is, it says that uh, everything should be working on closing date, right? But if it breaks down two days later, nobody could foresee that. That's just the nature of sure. how life was going to go, regardless who owned the property at the time. So the seller of the property is not responsible if it broke down mm-hmm. after, unless he knew something that was going to happen and he didn't disclose. Right. But um, but a lot of, a lot of things can go wrong on, on closing, like you know uh, you know there could be a, a lien against the property and the lawyer didn't even do. Um, Search on title. That's why. That's why lawyers are supposed to search title. The buyer's lawyer is supposed to search title two weeks prior to the closing date. And the reason why uh, we always put two weeks on there is because if there is a problem on title, it gives them two weeks to rectify it before closing. Hmm. But um, I find lawyers today um, uh, they're a lot more. Uh, they're, they're searching title. Definitely two weeks, a month before. Years ago, I found lawyers did the the title search the day before. And then they would blame the real estate agent, (laughs) you know, because it's easy to blame the real estate agent. And there'd be uh, an issue on title. And um, and now they they still needed another – they needed – Couple weeks to uh, clear it up. To to clear it up. You know, I remember there was a story, and this was on uh, Lido Drive. So uh, the, the the original owner owned the property. And uh, he 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 sold it right, and the buyer is buying it. So on closing, the lawyer says there was a lien on the property. Now it wasn't anything to do with the the, the owner that was selling. It was to do with the builder. So there was a lien on the property because I guess the builder didn't pay the um, subcontractor uh, the, the contractor for the framing or whatever. Oh, geez. Um, so that. But the but the homeowner was there for a good ten years, and <laughs> wow. so so. But there was a lien on title, and uh, so the the buyer, I can't remember if the buyer or the seller had to hold the lawyer had to hold back fifty thousand dollars until it was rectified to close uh, on time. Otherwise, that that wouldn't have closed. Wow. Now the seller had the money to put fifty thousand aside. His lawyer said, "Don't worry, you're not going to have to pay this, but it's just part of the uh, protocol that you have to do." Now uh, then the lawyer comes to uh to to my client which was a friend of mine and he started blaming me that why wasn't this looked after and i went to my friend i said listen your lawyer is a liar because <laughs> here's where he was supposed to search title was right. 2 weeks prior so this 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 should have been found out 2 weeks before closing yeah so um so be you know like and and and, and 
nobody wants to look like they're the the bad guy, right. like bad guy. But the lawyer should have done his job and searched title, and because you want to make sure everything closes on time. So, and sometimes when we have quick closing, less than two weeks. So we we usually put uh, title search one or two days prior to closing because we don't want to uh, have the because uh, when the once the lawyer gets the paperwork we don't want to have them being rushed so much and say hey you got to look do title search today we send you the paperwork so we let them know we flag it say listen we gave you a couple, you know it's two days before let's hope there's nothing wrong on closing. Because it's a two-week closing and, and things like that. Well, uh, another uh, issue that uh, can go wrong, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys have encountered this, is um, animals, wild animals, under porches, in the attic, whether it's raccoons, skunks. Yeah. The, have, you, yeah. have you encountered this scenario? Um, I, I, I can't recall if I encountered any of th- anything like that. But, but if there's, like for instance, like skunks, right? And uh, if you know you have skunks under your... Uh, let's say back porch or yeah. something like that. You got to disclose that, right? You, well, you should because if the people move in, or let's say you're doing a home, like let's say you're doing your final walkthrough and you smell skunks. Okay, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on? Like, here? like how long have these skunks been here? How big's the family yeah. and, and all that? But um, it's up to the seller, and I mean you can go back and forth in court, and it's it's not worth it. The seller, you know, it may cost them two, three, four hundred dollars. Get a get somebody to come yeah. in, take them, and re uh, uh, remove them from the, that place, and, and bring them out to a forest someplace miles away. Again, you you're not going to win if you know you got a problem with your house. You're you're not going to win, uh, especially if you know it, because the new homeowner is going to walk in. He's going to know whether you know if it if it was a defect. Uh, that you knew about and didn't disclose. So there's no sense trying to hide anything. It's better to disclose everything, and then you will have no problems dur- before closing, during closing, or even after you've mm-hmm. taken uh, uh, after you've sold the property. Last one on this: uh, things that can go wrong on closing day. I can't get in the front door. That's happened to me <laughs> <laughs> years ago. Um, I think it was 2000, I can't remember this, 1999 uh, uh, to 2000, 2004. Okay. I moved into uh, uh, my house, taken possession, and uh, I don't know, it was taking a long time to get the key. The, the key. Um, so I just uh, went into the garage and uh, I broke into the, you know, the in, inside the garage, there's a doorway <laughs> that gets door into the house. Out. So... I, I, I just, uh, I broke the lock and so I can get into the house because we were waiting and waiting and waiting and, you know, money's transferred already. The lawyer says, you know, I don't know what we're waiting for, mm-hmm. but I mean, the, the movers are costing me, I don't know, two, three, four hundred dollars an hour. So when you, you want when, in this yeah, house, <laughs> yeah, you, you want to get in there, you know, you're like uh, 20, uh, 20, 30 years old, 28 years old, 20, whatever, how old you are, uh, money, you know, you're, you're, you know, money's tight. Yeah. And uh, so you want to make sure you get in that house so that these movers can move on and, you know, stop the clock, exactly. uh, stop the clock. So did you ever get the key? I got the key, uh, I think, uh, the next day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to wait that, you know, that that long. So I, I, I broke in from inside the, the garage. The garage door opened up no problem. Mm-hmm. And then I broke uh, inside the garage uh, door, <laughs> and then hilarious. we were moving in. That's it. So <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, why is your listing turning buyers off? Uh, obviously, there's a, a multitude of reasons here as well, but uh, what are some of the top reasons that listings just are not attracting buyers? Yeah, so... When it comes to your data entry in, in terms of how you present the listing, there's there's so many little things that are so, so important that, that you want to pay pay attention to. Um, the one thing that this article highlights is, is the description. Now, when we describe a house, you want to describe 
you know, you don't want to, you don't, you don't just want to say, oh, it has two, two bedrooms, three bathrooms. You know, it's a two story. <laughs> People can already. see it when they look at the house, right? What you want to describe is is the area that it's in, um, the upgrades in the in the property that maybe you can't see by looking at the at the house. Right. Um, you know where it's situated, the neighborhood. Um, you know wh- what it's close to, whether whether it's like you know highway access, a super mm. plaza, um, schools, parks, walking trails, right. uh, et cetera. That's what you want to describe in the listing. So so sometimes it's it's you want to pay attention to the, the the description. I know sometimes people don't think you know description means that much, but if somebody is interested in a property or in a house, they're going to analyze every little piece sure. of information of that property, right? And, yeah. and and especially like you know when you're shopping, like like you don't realize you do it. But I remember I was buying couches. I started looking at the size of the couch, seeing if it was right. You start to analyze mm-hmm. the, the the entire listing. Whereas a real estate representative, sometimes you don't realize that people people dive that deep in. Right. So it's so important to uh, to to not have a, a, a lackluster description. It, it, it's got to be descriptive, but describe the area, describe the upgrades, yeah, describe the, the upgrades surround. and everything. Now, yeah. Like you know what? Everybody knows the sunroom overlooking the backyard um, is fantastic. You know, with southern exposure. But when somebody starts putting a lot of effort into, you know, sitting down, having <laughs> bagels and uh, hot <laughs> cocoa, uh, looking over, reading your newspaper, right. like, like, there's a reason why they they came out with Twitter because people want little information, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of information. Right. Yeah. But so, you want to you want to paint the picture of the things that they can't see. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's so right. you know, you can mention that you know, beautiful uh, all glass sunroom overlooking backyard you know what i mean or something like that but but if you start writing too much people start reading and they say well you know what this is like like yeah. reading a novel yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't have time for that yeah. people want specific information just yeah. like just like philip said you know uh details like you, i don't need to read it says it's three bedroom because the listing on there says it's a three bedroom yeah. two story yeah. whatever you don't need to write that in you need to write in you know um, uh, showcase fireplace, gas fireplace. You mm-hmm. know, with uh, you know, newly upgraded mantle, uh, hardwood floors. You know, whether they're teak, teak floors kind of or stuff. whatever. Yeah. You know, hickory floors or maple floors. People want to know that kind of stuff. You know, the windows, the roof, the be- uh, kitchen updated, the yeah. basement all the finished, components. all that kind of stuff. So, too much information is not good. Too much information is good. Just the, the important information, the, all the yeah. important stuff that people are looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So like like the idea is is you, you don't want too much information, right? You want just enough information to get them into the property. Now, it, it, it's funny how like real estate ch- change. Like we call them online listing or online showings, mm-hmm. right? You know, and and sometimes people will will you know they'll look at their property and they'll say, hey, you know, we've had no showings. Well, that doesn't mean that nobody's seen your property. Right. When, we, when we pull the analytics of your listing, there's been over 350 people that have seen it online that are, you know, shopping for listings. There's over, you know, 250 people that have clicked on your link that have spent. We have all the data analytics. We know exactly how long somebody's spending and looking at your listing. Mm-hmm. Now, if 350 people have looked at your listing and we've had zero showings, there's a problem, yeah. right? And you got to find that problem. And, and that's us. That's our job as a real estate agent to, to find that problem and understand what's going on. Um, and, and, and 
yeah, that's it's a huge it's a, it's a huge deal. You want to go on to number three? Yeah, I was gonna say amateur photographs. This yeah, is, I, I, I've seen some of these. They are we, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we but, but uh, they're, they're a huge turnoff. Yeah, too. we beat this to death on the show. Like that's one of our biggest things is is if you're gonna hire a real estate agent and he's gonna come through your listing and take pictures with a cell phone or or a, you know an old digital <laughs> it's a red camera flag. or a yeah, Polaroid. It's a, it's a huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old Polaroids. You pull <laughs> yeah. them out and, and scan them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, like, like, you know, we, we've come to a position where, you know, we, you know, we have professional photographers. It's it's just so bad when you go online and you look and, and there's just, the pictures are sideways. And you can tell right away. And, and we've seen, you know, there's, there's a, I had, I had an issue. I had an issue. I'll bring, I'll bring up something. We, we sold a property up in Smithville that's conditional upon a sale of property. And this property wasn't listed yet. And, and so we accepted the offer and, and, and we went through it. Now this this property that we're conditional on went up for sale and this agent took pictures with his cell phone and he took pictures the beds weren't like you know the beds were kind of not they're kind of made but they weren't made neatly there's you can see the laundry <laughs> the bed hampers. unmade yeah <laughs> you can see the laundry hampers yeah um not you know the the color wasn't vibrant and bright it was kind of dull and and staticky and, and right. i call you know i i wanted to call the i haven't said anything but i you know i wanted to say like clean it up like like you know we're not selling unless you are, right? Yeah. And and a part of me is like, you know, I'm in this position where I don't want to tell somebody else how to do their job. Right. But it's like, come on, man. <laughs> you, you know, you, it's, you it's, have hard. To it's hard. It's it, hard. And now we're looking at this listing and saying, you know, this lo- you know, it looks terrible. Yeah, who's gonna want because this? Because they took pictures with their cell phone. So, I mean, it's hard, but but don't 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 do that. Yeah. Uh, another one of why your listing is uh, turning buyers off is uh, not staging your home. We're going to get to that and a couple more points on this topic here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Our house is a very, very, very fine house with two cats in the yard. Life used to be so hard. Now everything is easy because of you. Hamilton Real Estate Show continues here on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. On Twitter and Instagram, the handle is at Rob Golfie. You can also check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. Still to come, the do's and don'ts of selling your home during the holiday days talk about real estate deposits as well but we're going through why your listing is turning buyers off and we've talked about uh, a lackluster description too much information in that description some amateur photographs not staging your home and we were talking about this at the start staging (laughs) is huge yeah but sometimes when people think about staging they think about it's furniture everybody thinks like oh i got a stage and they they refer to furniture Mm. staging your home is even using your own furniture and making it and arranging it in a more saleable way, right? right okay. Or or even even bringing in, you know, even even if you're taking down personal pictures and doing all those those little things that stagers say to do when you're selling, um, that's still staging your home, right? If you're just gonna sell, if you're just gonna put your house up for sale and and and, and you know, you, you just want to make your house more saleable, yeah. and that that would be that would be. Anything, anything in between would be considered staging. So, so make sure that that you're you're asking, you know, the support around you to say, hey, listen, you know, what would make this house look better? Yeah. And and uh, that 
that would be considered staging. Decluttering would be in that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Too many days on the market. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, when we have open houses, when we do, we don't do open houses often, but when we do, you know, the number one question is they'll walk in and say, wow, this is a nice house. How, how long has it been up for, right? So days on market, they feel, is an indicator as to the interests of that property, mm-hmm. and a lot of people relate to overpricing with days on market. So right. um, it's important. We, we always say your, your most optimal opportunity to get the most amount of money for your listing is probably in your first 20 days, mm-hmm. your first 21 days, something around there. That means you've had three weekends to sell your home. Um, there's a lot of people looking. The buyer, you know, the people that are that, that are looking for it have, have most likely seen it. Um, if you're getting the right exposure from your real estate agent, after you get into that, you know, that 30 days to 40 days, you become a stale listing, hmm. right? So it's it's important to make sure that you you capitalize on on the days on market. Uh, six things to know about real estate deposits. Uh, so let's get into this topic. This is obviously uh, your bread and butter. You deal with this on a, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I guess the first question most people ask is when a deposit should be paid. Yeah, so, <laughs> the, so the deposit in the offer, um, it highlights basically how much the deposit is, um, when it will be given to the to the to the uh, to the selling brokerage. Hmm. What the traditional way is is the tr- uh, the deposit is given upon acceptance, and and there's always debate in terms of how much the deposit should be. Um, obviously, the deposit amount will range depending on the purchase price, right? If it's a more expensive home, you're gonna get a higher deposit. Sure. If it's a less expensive home, you're gonna get a lower deposit. Um, the deposit once accepted, the deposit is supposed to be given to the selling brokerage within 24 hours of the accepted agreement. Mm. Now, if it's accepted on a Saturday, Monday morning is fine. Right. I mean, traditionally, there's there's leeway into this, right? Sometimes it's hard for people to go to the bank, get a deposit. You know, there's there's things that happen. We get it. So there's a little bit of leeway. But in terms of a contractual agreement, it's supposed to be given within 24 hours of the acceptance. Mm. Can the buyer get out of a deal by refusing to pay the deposit? So the deposit binds... It's it's an, a, mon- a monetary bind to your agreement. So basically, it's 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 like when you go to a hotel room, you put your deposit, you get the right. you get the deposit back. Same thing. Your your deposit goes with your agreement of purchase and sale once it's accepted. That deposit goes towards your down payment or goes towards your your closing costs, mm-hmm. right? So it it just gets enrolled into into all those fees, but. Once the deal is accepted, you cannot change your mind. Once the, once the deal is firm and binding and the deposit is given, you can't change your mind. You're, 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 you're firmly binded to that contract to follow through the, the terms set out on that agreement right. of purchase and sale. Makes sense. What happens if the deposit is paid late? Yeah, so the seller has the right to cancel the deal. Um, obviously Mostly the, they won't. Yeah, they, yeah. they won't. They want to that, sell That's house. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is, is, is they won't. Um, but but in some instances, you, you you know, there's there's big problems when it comes to deposit or people not dropping the deposit off, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and sometimes it's 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 a matter of uh, a real estate sales representative not explaining what the deposit is in there for. Maybe they just throw it in and just assume that 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 the purchaser knows, right? Sometimes the purchaser will say, "Hey, listen." You know, I didn't know how I had to put a ten thousand dollar deposit. I don't have that funds access right. access to that funds right now. You know, they're gonna have to wait. Meanwhile, in the agreement it says ten thousand dollars. You know, twenty four hours after it's accepted. So, it's 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 it's, it's important to know that there's a deposit that goes along with every agreement of purchase mm-hmm. and sale, and especially on multiple offers. When you do, you know, you get multiple offers. It's always good to uh, get a, a certified check, so there's no backing out, so they don't have buyer's remorse the next day. Yeah. Say thank you for the certified checks in the bank. 
they have buyer's remorse. They they're not they're they're committed to that because right. they went in with no conditions. Uh, how much should a buyer pay as a deposit? What's yeah. the going rate? So it depends. Like like we you know it's it's always important for us to get high deposits. Um, but sometimes the, the the buyers can't do that. So the buyer can still bring us a strong offer, and they might say, hey, like we can't you know we can't you know match the deposit you're asking for. And that's when we kind of say, well, you know your offer's good. Um, you know. We'll, we'll kind of accept that the deposit's a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Where in some instances, if the if the offer is, is, you know, they're coming in with no conditions and it's firm, we want that to come with a higher deposit, right? right? Just because it's, you know, you're, you're putting a lot of effort behind. We want to make sure this is a real offer and, and, and you're not going to back out of this. Mm-hmm. So you get a higher offer. I mean, the article states that, you know, sometimes in Toronto it's 5%, but if the, you look at the average purchase price in Toronto, it's, it's a lot know, of money. Yeah, yeah. It's 5% of that. <laughs> Not too many people have that laying around in their, yeah, in their no. bank account. So, you know, you got to make leeway. You got to, you know, there's there's things that you have to do in terms of the amounts of deposit to be able to fil- facilitate the deal. A mm-hmm. couple more points, uh, but we'll get to it after the break regarding real estate deposits. We'll also talk about the do's and don'ts of selling your home during the holidays. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today on the 1st of November with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Three Max Escarpments Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. We're talking about real estate deposits, and another question is, why does the deposit go to the seller's real estate <laughs> agent and not the seller? So it's so funny. I always laugh. They'll, when, when I have a buyer purchase the house, I'll say, oh, yeah, you have to make it, you know, um, payable to the brokerage. And they say, thank, you know, thank goodness, because, you know, you don't want to make it payable to the seller. You don't, you don't know they'll what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, so obviously, if the seller goes bankrupt or disappears with the deposit, the, the purchaser is not protected, whereas um, real estate trust accounts are backed up by insurance companies. So even if the, the, the real estate brokerage goes bankrupt, they're, they're, uh, they're insured. They're and, insured, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, last one: If the buyer is unhappy with their home inspection, can the seller refuse to return the deposit? Absolutely not. This this is something that's they in have the, no. They, this is something that's in the in the condition. If if the um, basically meaning that if the seller or if the purchaser backs out of the deal, the, the deposit is returned in full mm-hmm. without deduction, mm-hmm. and that's that's highlighted in the clause, or it should be highlighted in, in your home inspection clause. And this goes for for any clause, whether it's a finance clause, a home inspection clause, an appraisal clause. Um, you know, you you want to make sure that it highlights if 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 the buyer has the right to back out of this deal, and they'll get their deposit back in full. But sometimes we've had some upset sellers. Say no, I'm not giving my deposit because I think there's nothing wrong with the house. There was right. a home inspection, and sometimes the buyer will make an excuse that there was something wrong with the home inspection. But during the time of the during the, the conditional period, maybe he's he's had uh, remorse and, and changed his mind, yeah. Yeah. so he's given an excuse. And what and the thing is, you you can't force anybody to buy a house. He's got his conditions there. Mm-hmm. It the may not be. Are, yeah, they're there to protect the buyer. Yeah. Sure. So, but but sometimes uh, some sellers will give a little bit of, uh, uh, you know flack and, and returning the yeah. deposit, but they have to. There's no choice. Uh, we're going to get to a listing that uh, you guys uh, have on the go right now, but uh, a couple of points on the do's and don'ts of selling your home during the holidays. People have their homes decorated, but they also might be 
selling their homes. Is this a, a big no-no? It's not bad. You're, you're only you're getting serious buyers out there, so right. you eliminate all the tire kickers. So you you are like any buyers that are looking right now, they are buyers. There's no waste time. There's mm-hmm. nothing like that. So they're probably expecting decorations. You know, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And, and people ask us like like we had one the other day. We have a listing going up in Welland on Colbeck, two fifty five Colbeck, and and this guy, you know, he comes to me he's in, and he has a beautiful fireplace in his living room. It's 18-foot ceilings. It's floor-to-ceiling. Fire. It's immaculate. He goes, guys, I got like a, a, uh, like a 13, 14-foot Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And I said, put it up, right? Like, it's going to look beautiful. Like, yeah. put yeah. it up. You know, we'll take a picture of the Christmas tree while it's up. And then, you know, while the listing's on the market in the month of December, we'll make sure that that, that, that – uh, Christmas trees in the listing, mm-hmm. and and people want to see that, right? People want to see, you know, oh, that's where, a wow factor, yeah, right? it's yeah, it's like it's like where's the Christmas tree gonna go and and stuff like that. People want to see the list, the house when it's decorated. But obviously, the main problem is if you if you list your property during the month of December and the 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 decorations are up when it hits January first, <laughs> you have to take new take pictures. Because yeah. if you're sitting on the market in March and your Christmas tree still up in your listing <laughs> yeah, picture, yeah. Yeah. we always update uh, our photographs. It's uh, it's it's a problem. That's Hilarious. All right, so, we got a couple of minutes to talk about 50 Enclave 15, in hand. Yeah, 15, no, 15, sorry, 15, 15, yeah, 1.5 Enclave. Great listing, great uh, value here, people. Um, if you're looking for a two-story, four-bedroom home, this is 2,852 square feet, listed at $839,900. It's a two-car garage on a premium lot it's a court location like mm-hmm. this is like it's this is great value here all granite countertops throughout uh gorgeous chef style kitchen um definitely worth taking a look at you can go to our website and uh and see it or call us and we can email you the details uh, on this list and this is this house is located near like rymel and fletcher road area like okay, they call nice it Hannon, yeah. stony creek mountain area so uh definitely uh it's it's worth taking a look at we thought we wanted to uh get spotlight it on on uh, on here what's so, the price what's the uh eight, $839,900 yeah so definitely worth taking a look at uh um, it's beautiful property. And you said this was a four-bedroom home? It was a four-bedroom house, oh. two-story, four-bedroom, double-car garage, and it's in a court location. Nice. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong. Those are those are definitely, you know, uh, the houses that people are looking for. There's no through traffic, um, and uh, it's great, you know, if you got kids, you know, you're not going to get uh, a lot of cars going yeah. up and down the street. It's, Sounds like a nice, quiet neighborhood. It is. Well. It's a fantastic neighborhood. Definitely worth taking a look at. And Stony Creek Mountain is really hopping. I mean, it's a hopping it place. It is. Absolutely. Uh, it's growing, and it's going to grow even more like they've got enough land there to outlive for the next 50 to 100 years <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's going to definitely grow but you're close to shopping areas yep. uh, you know the highway's not too far no, away exactly you get the red hill and yeah Link, you, you know, got lots of shopping far. there it's actually it's actually that area is going to end up being another um uh meadowlands, meadowlands yeah, yeah. It, it, on the stony creek mountainside yeah. nice so uh this listing just went up uh, this listing uh, went up not too long ago, and uh, yeah, definitely take uh, give us a call if you're if you're looking for a two story, uh, a four bedroom house. Yeah, great price, great value. Nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred again. Nine zero five five seven five seven seven zero zero. Also online at robgolfie.com. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, Santa Claus came to the Golfie office uh, last yes. Sunday. How did that go? That was fantastic. We had a lineup. It was great. The people loved it. We have uh, a cool little video that we're going to release. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Of the day, yeah, which was, uh, yeah, we're gonna release it. Yeah, pitch, people, all the pictures turned out great. I think over two hundred people. About we had we had wow. about over two hundred fifty people, like that's including kids and that's families. That's in two and, hours. 
That, yeah. and that, that was in two hours. So we yeah. were pumping out pitchers, and we had we had a lot of uh, hot chocolate coffee and um, cookies there for the kids. And uh, but definitely, was, it was it was great. It was you know a lot of people. Were, I actually it's surprising. A lot of people were there last year, and they were like, "Thanks, you know, Rob. Thanks. This is great. You know." Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to collect uh, you know pictures every year, oh, nice. uh, taking pictures yeah. at the golf coming back year after team. year. Yeah, 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 it's great. Oh. I, it's just a better experience than going to the mall, right? Definitely. Yeah. And, and and the background is is more like a living room. Whereas the mall, it's a little bit, you know, fish, Fisher Price. Yeah, per se. you got like the fake candy cane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is more homey and uh, yeah. more realistic. Yeah. But take a drive by our office. We got uh, beautiful Reeves uh, hanging up on our uh, property there on uh, Mark it looks Lake, fantastic Mark at night, James Street South. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for you guys, and uh, we will uh, join you again next Saturday at nine, right here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML.